Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. You're wearing a loud shirt today, buddy. <laughs> I know, thank you. It's a hand-me-down. This shirt's older than you. All right, well, welcome on board, everybody. Double to KOK Live Television. I wondered. I thought that was moth-eating, rather moth-eating looking, but... <laughs> Probably could. Uh, we actually, Just as I look. Do you know that we actually had a moth in our closet, in Did a closet really? at our house? Yes. I didn't think there were moths anymore. You know, remember yes. mothballs? Do Does anybody still use mothballs? Well, balls? that's how we got rid of them. You put a, a, a... Nowadays, you put a... It's like a little dispenser in it. It's like a plastic device that holds uh, the uh, pluck of flora clean or whatever it's called, and then it dispenses a tiny bit all the time, and then the moths don't like it, and they go away. Oh, okay. But yeah, I had a suit coat that had a little hole. Where do they go? Uh, I don't know where they came <laughs> from or where they went, but uh, I ended up, I had a sport coat, and, and I realized it had a tiny hole, so I went back to Kleinbauer's, and I said, look at this, and... Uh, he said, well, that looks like a moth hole. <laughs> because <laughs> he could tell because the threads that were there were gone. Okay. You know, as opposed to, you know, just snagging on something where all of the threads would still be there. They're just cut, hmm. you know. So, But anyway, yeah, well, then my lovely bride put this tiny little block of stuff in it, and it, that took care of that. Well, it also works for spiders. I was told years mm-hmm. ago on my boat, you know, you tie a boat up along the water, and you have... It's near the dock, and you get all sorts of rather large, unsavory-looking spiders well, in sure. there. And I was told that if you let a mothball, you know, little get a container of mothballs and let it out, they will go away. And mm. they largely did. It seemed to work. Wow. I'll bet it would. Yeah, along the river, you'd get, you'd be welcome. No, believe me, I saw more than my share of big spiders. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the time, it's unoccupied and able to. Uh, be some of them would have made a nice lunch for somebody. <laughs> well, if you were a bird, you know, you could hang out along the dock and. Believe me, I would have been Take happy advantage. to have a bird. I actually did get a bird under my boat cover one time. Hmm. He was uh, quite distraught and left me several reminders of his visit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. He sent you a reminder. You're number two. Right. So there you have it. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. Now you got the frivolity out of the way on the market sponsor. Yeah, we can check that off. Frivolity is done. <laughs> right. We need better frivolity. On the market sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You're welcome throughout our show to email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, just one or two quick notes. Uh, Route 15 still blocked north of Montgomery, just north of Route 54, so be aware of that blockage. That'll be several more hours, according to PENDA. And Susquehanna school districts closed today. They had a pop-up case of COVID-19, uh, or one or more cases. I'm not sure what the exact number, but they decided to close for the next couple of days while they do the deep cleaning. And they're 100% prepared to do online learning, and that's what they're doing right now, probably, at Susquehanna school districts. So do 
be aware of uh, that. So uh, we have open phones, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. So what did you think of Melania's speech? Uh, I liked it. I, I think she's a good... thought she hit a home run. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always bullish on her. I, I think she did a good job. And she. I don't think she should have done it in the Rose Garden. I think that is a little controversial, but it, I think Why? that's... Why? Biden a, can broadcast from his home. Why can't the president broadcast from his? But I think it is a valid argument that uh, she uh, is at home. So she's broadcasting at home, and no taxpayer dollars were utilized as part of this. Well, how do you feel about the uh, Secretary of State speech then? You probably are enraged by that. Uh, not enraged. I, I don't think it's appropriate. But, you know, this is the Trump administration. Being appropriate is not their speciality. So I don't think suddenly he's going to start acting as ethically as I want him to. Oh, you think that's unethical? I, I think it raises ethics questions. Uh, he's on official business. He's, out, he's of course, an appointed individual that is, is really should be objective and above the political fray. But if you listen to his remarks... Why, the Democrats are criticizing him all the time for almost everything. Well, I, I would say they've made him, person. A, I think they made him a political figure. So right, I think he's fair game a political for criticism and compliment. But I just think he himself should be above the fray. But having said that, you know, this uh, president has stretched the bounds of ethics at uh, absolutely every turn. And so I'm not surprised that they would use the White House for political purposes, nor that his secretary state. I would imagine the rest of the cabinet will be yeah. trotted out. I'm sure you'll see Dr. Carson because he, he likes was to on last night. Oh, was he? Okay. The night before, rather. Oh, okay, because he likes to bring out his uh, the African-American Believe me, they've supporters. had more people of color on the Republican <laughs> Republican convention than they did at the Democratic convention. It's a BIPOC festival. Listen, I, I don't think that from a political standpoint, any of this is wrong. You know, the, the, they have turned the Secretary of State into a political puppet. The Democrats have bouncing him back and forth, wanting hearings. Now they want a hearing on this, whether he violated the Hatch Act. That cracks me up. The Hatch Act wasn't intended for anything like this that, that well, I'm what, aware of. What, was it, does it even apply to the president? I've never heard of a president. because it, you Well, know, the president and vice president are specifically exempt from the Hatch oh, Act. Okay. But the question is whether or not the Secretary of State... You know, uh, if the Secretary of Housing and Urban Affairs can come on TV and make a political speech, I see no reason why the Secretary of State can't. If you're going to say that the Hatch Act applies under one circumstance, it has to apply under all circumstances. But, you know, in saying the president is using the White House as a backdrop or the power of the presidency to aid his reelection, here's a clue for you, pal. Every president of the United States who sought a second term used the incumbency to his advantage to the best of his ability. Right. And just not this blatantly, but you know that's. The I beg to differ. It was been pretty blatant in the past. Well, not not memorably. Name an example of presidents using the White House. Right. Go back to Richard Nixon's second term when he was running. He used it. In what way? Well, Barack Obama used it. I mean, you know, they they hold announcements back. They hold special programs. They well, look at the um, oh, what do you call it? The not a part pardons and things like that. The past presidents have done. They have. Well, that's official president. Handed business. out money like there's no tomorrow. That's business. Executive orders that benefit some state or person that is a, you know, a key constituent. 
Well, that you may know, be politically motivated, time. Joe. That may be politically motivated actions, but that's official presidential business. Besides, not that memorable, not as memorable as this, Swearing where you have in the, the new first lady in the Rose Garden, or you have the Secretary of State on a satellite link from Jerusalem when Swearing he's there on official business. Swearing Jeez. in new uh, citizens right. is official presidential business. We if got the two calls to attend. waiting and one coming in. So, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in today. Okay. Well, first thing there is about the national debt, and I'll segue to something else. But anyway, the national debt is now $27 trillion, okay? Now, with our population of $330 million, that is that there's $3 per billion. So at 27000 we're in debt, roughly $80,000 per person. <laughs> Gosh. Every man, okay. woman, and child? <laughs> yes. Now, I want to put this into perspective, please. In our school district, they spend $18,000 a year per kid. So by the time that kid has a half a day kindergarten, and at the end of the fourth grade, we've spent $80,000 on that kid's fourth grade education is free public education you know, so you understand what I'm talking about okay we're crazy okay uh, now the um, deal with the mail-in ballots have you been following New York City's district at all nobody does except that it's been quite a fiasco up there where they had like um, the initial count of uh, it was after it happened, okay? After the, the uh, after everything was counted, the one person had beat the other by 648 votes. But then there was 65,000 absentee ballots that they didn't get around to counting until about July the 8th. Now, they had a big fight in court as to what is going on because those ones, 65,000, did not have any postmarks, and they showed up a couple days after the election. You might find this interesting. One of our other listeners sent us in, and this is exactly what you're talking about, just a different view of it. Uh, and this is an article from the National Review. It said that 3.5 million more people are registered to vote in the United States than are alive among America's adult citizens. Such staggering inaccuracy is an engraved invitation to voter fraud. The Election Integrity Project of, the, of Judicial Watch, a Washington-based legal watchdog group, analyzed data from the U.S. Census Bureau from 2011 to 2015, American Community Survey, and last month's statistics from the Federal Election Assistance Commission. The latter included figures provided by 38 states, including Judicial Watch. 11 states gave the EAC insufficient or questionable information. Pennsylvania's legitimate numbers placed just below the over-registration threshold. But here's an example. California, San Diego County earns what they call the Enchilada Grande. It has 138% registration. That translates into 810,966 ghost voters. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a major member of the Judicial Watch, and I was just going to get out their latest uh, deal on that. But, uh, yeah, that's right, three and a half million uh, more than what really there should be. Uh, so no no potential for fraud there at all, right? right. So we have oh, a long absolutely. way to go nothing, until we're ready. Nothing. But you're not going to hear that on the... Uh, 
national well, or this big why haven't why doesn't Congress or the president or states fix this? I mean, they've had hundreds. They're trying, they're trying to, and we keep calling voter suppression, voter suppression. Yeah, that's yeah, it's all not the about. same thing. No, there is, the voter suppression claims have nothing to do with taking dead people off the rolls, Joe. You know that. Try to stay on topic. <laughs> Seriously, why wouldn't uh, President Obama or President Trump or any member of the Congress on either side, why do they always ignore this? I mean, this isn't a new issue that we, you know, we've built up to this point. In fact, it was worse in the past than it is right now. Are you, are you living in a bizarre world? President Trump has been calling attention to this for a long time, right, and but it's the Democrats nothing, who don't want to do anything. nothing that actually fixes it. Well, he'd like to. He's not helping the states. He'd like to do something about it, but he keeps being called a voter suppressionist. <laughs> this is they're separate topics. But anyway, go no, ahead. No, they are not. Yeah, well, go ahead and wrap like up, that, Lance. Go ahead. Like that right here in uh, Pennsylvania, we have somewhere about 10% of the registered voters are inactive voters. We have a little over 8 million registered voters, you know, but I think it's like 810,000 or thereabouts are uh Inactive, and Judicial Watch would like to clean this whole thing up. I mean, it's it's well documented here. The different counties, they sued them, and then they came back with like ten votes that they took off. I mean, it was incredible. You raised some raised some great points, Lance. Thank yep. you. Yeah, I hope we thank did you fix very this. much. Yep. Excellent Good points. points. Thank you, Lance. Appreciate the yep. call, Tom. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, that was an awful long three minutes for somebody waiting. Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I took just, time to read something that tied into it. I that out to you. Well, I read, that's my fault. I read something that tied into it to him, so we didn't count that against his time. All right. And uh, this this uh, Republican convention, Isn't it, it great? everything. <laughs> and the only thing that's missing from this Republican convention is Rod Steiger coming on and, and saying, imagine if you will. <laughs> oh, Rod this Sterling? Is the most, this is the most nonsense. Right. He had these these five people on here last night that would normally he would say, these people are from asshole countries, and we don't want them in here. And I think you're going to see ads on this. And he, and he goes on TV, and he... And he uh, Make some citizens of the United States, and they're from the asshole countries that he doesn't want in. Tom, here. stop you, Tom, totally, Tom, stop using totally that word. Stop right. using that word, and we're going to take you off the air. All right, we're taking a quick break. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, go ahead and hit the top text, right. and then we'll go. Just so you know, there are there are certain words that we do not permit in this program, and the program is on a seven-second delay. And when someone says something that is offensive to many of our listeners, it is cut off the air. And it's curse words. It's not a thought. We don't cut off people for their thoughts or opinions, but when they express them in unsavory language, we do cut them off. Even if the president used it. Even if the president said it, right. Well, oh, wait, well he didn't, the president didn't right. say exactly that. He said he made a reference okay, anyway, to the posterior. Okay. Uh, do you remember that in Pennsylvania in, the per- in person who was caught stuffing the ballot box? He was in charge of that polling place. If there is a will, there's a way. Have faith that most people are decent. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Yes, morning. Now, you guys are the media experts here, so I'm going to pose this question to you. <laughs> we'll answer. Okay, as, as most of us know, the Hurricane Laura is approaching the, the, the coast of uh, the United States. It has a lot of things going for it. It could be a Category 4 when it comes on land. And, but here's my question. How long after the hurricane makes landfall will it take for the mainstream media to say that Trump made the hurricane much worse than it could have been if he would have done this or that. Oh, okay, that do, you, do you follow what I'm saying? I do. About 10 seconds no, would be my already, guess. It's already happening. Yeah, you're right. It's already happening. They're yeah. already saying that he's loused them up in the past. He's going to louse it up in the future. Well, uh, in oh, the response, but they're already saying by ignoring climate change. Of course, the Gulf is already superheated now because of climate change, and that's what super energizes these hurricanes when they move through the Gulf. Says Mark. No, that, that's science. I, that's science. That's indisputable science. I'm not... You can argue, you know, you don't believe in climate change, and that is fine, but the Gulf is warmer than it used to be, and that's why hurricanes are getting stronger in the Gulf now. We know that to be true. That's not changed. But the argument last night was that the president is uh, ignoring climate change, making it worse, and so he's already responsible. I mean, in the mind of some people. In other words, these these climate experts that are talking like this, they... They completely ignore the strength of the hurricanes in the 1930s. And some of you listeners probably remember the uh, tremendous 1960 hurricanes that affected the East Coast. So in other words, these hurricanes are cyclical, okay? And, and we're in the midst of a, a, a situation where we could be heading for stronger hurricanes, but it goes in cycles. We have big ones for a couple of years, and then it settles down, and then we don't have big ones. But the bottom line is this. My point is that no matter what happens, it's always Trump's fault. And it, he makes things worse. And, and what the media is telling the people, if we just vote Biden in, the hurricanes will go away, the riots in the street will go away, and we'll all live Ooh, happily ever after. That's quite a promise. <laughs> that's practically the insinuation they're making, I agree. It, it, absolutely. And and I have to, I have to tell you, that that one call, the one caller there that that used the profanity, that's certainly uncalled for. You can make a point without doing that, okay? And and I just urge people to think about what they say before they say it a little bit. Okay. All right. Thank good, you so good much, advice, Mike. Mike. Yep. Good appreciate advice. the call. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We may end up with an open line before the top of the hour. We have two good callers waiting. Joseph, you are next up. Please go right ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, yes, I watched both of these uh, conventions, and uh, last night I was really moved by the lady that got on there at work for. Uh, uh, she was in the abortion clinics, you know. Uh, What's that called? Uh, that uh, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood, yes. And she was watching a, a uh, 
sonogram or whatever of abortion, and she, that's what really moved her, how the baby was fighting to get away from this thing that was tearing it apart limb from limb. And what she said was, that even has a smell. In other words, when they tore that baby apart, the intestines and stuff obviously come out, and it was just horrific how she described that and how terrible that is. Now, uh, President Trump, of course, and I believe is too, that he is the only president that really, uh, not the only one, but the one that really stood up against abortion, okay? And he's really fought against it. And uh, when they, when the Democrats were expounding how caring Joe Biden is, and he's just such a loving man and he cares for the people, but yet this man is using tax, wants to use taxpayers' money to afford abortions, and he's for abortions. Number one, he's, he claims to be a Catholic. He's a Christian, I guess. And if he's a Christian, don't you think he would believe what the Bible says about abortion, that that is really a human being? Because in the book of Luke, it says that when the Savior's mother went to Elizabeth, her cousin, to tell her that she was pregnant, and she did, and the baby jumped in Elizabeth's womb, that was what they called John the Baptist's mother, it says he was filled with the Spirit in the womb, and he leaped for joy in the womb. So he understood things even in the womb, and he leaped for joy. Uh, he could feel joy, and he could feel pain, he could, you know. And uh, again, the Scripture says in Corinthians that our body is the is a temple of the Spirit of Yahweh, and it's not your own. You're bought with a price, and it says, therefore glorify Yahweh in your body and your spirit. So women do not have the right, nobody has the right, to, to commit suicide or to do anything harmful to their body, because it does, according to the Scriptures, it does not belong to them. It, it belongs to Yahweh. Even your spirit belongs to Him, the Scripture says. And um, again... Uh, these people that are, are pro-abortion are, are for murderers. And, and I say this, and, and I say it unequivocally, if you remember some years ago, there was a man that shot a doctor, and I'm not advocating this, but hey, he shot an abortion doctor in Florida. I don't know if you remember that, probably 10 years ago. I think that man should have received a medal, because this I thought you were pro-life. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought you thought you were pro-life, Joseph. You're now advocating somebody well, being murdered. Of course, you're a physician. No, no, no. I'm, I'm advocating the death penalty for murderers. Period. But and the, the Bible does someone do it. There's a testament and old. But the if Bible you doesn't. Kill a human being uh, with the, malice or whatever. It, the Bible it, doesn't. That leads one thing. The Bible right. doesn't condone vigilantism. It doesn't vigilantism. It doesn't recommend that you all go out and take the law into your own hands. Even the Bible says, render under Caesar that which is Caesar's, and the laws are Caesar's. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Joseph. Yeah, we'll say goodbye. And we got Cindy waiting. Thank you, Cindy. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. What a beautiful day, huh? Mm. <laughs> Everybody keeps telling me that. I'm yeah. stuck indoors till. We can't see it from in here, but at least noon. Ah, oh, quel dommage, mon ami. Quel dommage. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm not watching the conventions what? quite deliberately, but this morning in reviewing the news, I saw a story about Nicholas Sandman, and he's been of particular interest to me. He's the teenager that was viciously attacked by the press 
when he was standing and because he committed the unforgivable sin of standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial with his friends on a outing. Wearing a MAGA and hat. Wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> and uh, he spoke so eloquently. You can you can look this up, Nicholas Sandman, Google it, you'll see the video, and I watched the video. I was so impressed with his poise, with his eloquence, with his compelling message that the press should never behave this way, um, and that all of us have the right to freedom of speech, and we should respect that in each other, before each other. For example, I sharply disagree with some of the comments the previous caller made, but I'm not going to attack him. He has every right to say what he believes, and I have every right to control my body and say what I believe. But anyway, I urge you to watch um, that speech by that uh, teenager. It's pretty impressive, and, and especially his poise as he stands there and delivers that speech. I was just amazed. Did you see amazed. that CNN couldn't resist the temptation to continue smearing him? CNN's Joe Lockhart last night said, I'm watching tonight because it's important, talking about salmon, but I don't have to watch this snot-nosed, entitled kid from Kentucky. Oh, my goodness. Did he really say that? Yep, on and CNN. I understood they made a financial they did, uh, but they're, they're, award to that young man they, after they viciously attacked him. They did, the but then if, on the air. if you listen to the CNN people, they're saying he was given $25,000 just to go away. I don't believe that's true. I believe that they had to pay out substantially. And they got Lockhart got a lot of blowback from other media people last night. Uh, one was... Um, Oh, that the only entitled snot-nosed people are employees of CNN, the bosses. <laughs> what is to be gained by an adult, an adult or a person who would like me to consider them a professional, to be repeatedly and viciously attacking a teenager? Why, well, because why he would held you them do up. That? Why he, would you use your forum and your uh, power, as it were, as an adult, a, a political convention. High school kid. Right. He's, well, he's not just this innocent kid off the bus. He's obviously He is an innocent kid off the bus. Yes, <laughs> he is, Mark. And he just, had, he just very calmly, very rationally, and no one needed to beep out a single word the young man said, made his point. He was the epitome of what free speech is. I don't disagree with that. He's just not an innocent Thanks. teenager. He's a political activist. <laughs> yeah, good for him. I appreciate it. This is WK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. Double to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. If you think Mr. Sandman, the teenager, is just an innocent teenager just off the bus, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. If you think he's a highly informed political activist, super involved, and doesn't deserve any special treatment because he is... How about is the Native American that was banging the drum in his face? Is he a, well, isn't there just a political activist, too, or is he just a Native American fresh off the reservation trying to bring peace and 
an order to the world. Can you not charge him with harassment for getting in your face like that? He could have been, but I think if you had read Salmon's statement, what he said was that he was standing there with two thoughts in his mind. The media portrayed him right, as smirking at the yep. Native American. So good. I heard he it. was thinking about not embarrassing his family yep. and not wanting to aggravate the situation. I got it. He's a kid, so maybe it's, no maybe it looked like a smirk. And he that's did what a fabulous job. With. Amazingly <laughs> poised. He's just not this innocent little waif. Yes, he is. Oh, brother. All right. <laughs> Read the news headlines. <laughs> On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check him out at sunburymotors.com. If you feel as I do that he's not this innocent waif, or is a waif always a girl? No, not always. Okay. He's just this innocent... Uh, a girl's always a girl. Well, blue, not necessarily, not in today's world. Innocent blue chip right off the bus. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. No, I think he was amazingly poised. There's no argument about that. But I don't think he deserves special toddler protections or oh, anything. Oh, my heavens. In the news, U.S. Marshals say they found that missing Riverside woman and her two children, and she is under arrest. The federal agents say saw San Hadidi, age 39, of Riverside and Chimokan, fled Riverside with her kids in violation of court instructions. She was captured in Illinois, and the kids will be returned to Riverside. The, sec- the accused killer from a double murder at Buffalo Wild Wings July 10th is out of the hospital and is now in jail. Snyder County DA Mike Pietz, who says Christopher Fernandez of Paxinus was transferred from Geisinger to Snyder County Prison. Last week, he's being held without bail, accused of killing Heather Campbell and Matthew Bowersox of Mifflinburg. U.S. Senator Bob Casey was on a panel discussion held by the Central Pennsylvania Workforce Development Corporation yesterday talking about local jobs and the economy. He says time is wasting and the U.S. Senate's doing nothing to address important job issues. No nomination has been as important as dealing with the virus and dealing with the jobs crisis. But here we are, facing four solid months where the United States Senate did next to nothing because the majority wanted it that way. Casey says we'll need a new deal to think about WPA-style solutions that will get more people back to work. Susquenita School District in the Duncannon area of Perry County is closed for three days while the district reacts to positive COVID-19 cases among district families. The superintendent, Kent Smith, issued a statement overnight. You can read that statement at WKOK.com. And president and CEO of Moran Industries, Watson Town, resigning from the We Build the Wall Incorporated following the organization's federal indictment. Penn Live reports CEO John Moran Jr. resigned Monday through an attorney when he learned through news reports of the indictment. One of the members charged includes the former top strategist and campaign manager for President Trump, Steve Bannon, and the We Build the Wall founder, Brian Coal Fudge. A mobile testing unit. Coal Fudge? Coal Fudge. K O L F A G E. Coal Fudge. Look it up. Uh, Not Coal Fudge. Coal Fudge. Kate will come and visit you soon. It is, uh, well, actually, won't come and visit you soon if you're within the sound of my voice. Kate is the mobile testing unit unveiled by the State Department of Health, Community Accessible Testing, and Education. This partnership is a step in the right direction to breaking down those barriers to our vision at the Pennsylvania Department of Health of a healthy Pennsylvania for all. 
Uh, state health officials say creating Kate is the result of a unique partnership. It will serve underserved and uh, other minority individuals. Governor Tom Wolf is calling for the legalization of recreational marijuana as a way to fund two things, COVID-19 relief measures and re- restorative justice reform policies. He says it would help individuals convicted of marijuana-related offenses. There is an increase in the number of COVID-19 cases at Bloomsburg and Bucknell Universities. Bloomsburg says they have 39 new COVID-19 cases among students. Bucknell says they have five new cases. Seven new COVID-19 deaths reported in the Valley, most of them in Northumberland County, and half of that number at Milton Nursing and Rehab Center. The new numbers uh, came out yesterday. And this should make you happy. Authorities say 10,000 state prison inmates in Pennsylvania fraudulently applied for unemployment compensation benefits meant for people who are jobless because of the pandemic. State and federal prosecutors Tuesday announced the charges against 33 people, describing those cases as the tip of the iceberg. Investigators say recorded calls between inmates and people outside prison have indicated the money was spent on such things as televisions, legal fees, rent, and jewelry. Charges were filed (laughs) against inmates in the Green, Fayette, and Forest state prisons, along with inmates in the local jails in Allegheny, Butler, Lawrence, Somerset, and Westmoreland counties. So, incarcerated individuals managed to get away with a massive fraud that cost the taxpayers millions, but you're not at all concerned that somebody's going to mess with the mail-in ballots. Amazing. Well, first of all, that's not going to happen, right? Let's analyze what you said. First of all, you said inmates got away with. Would you say being led back into an arraignment in handcuffs is the very definition of getting away with a crime? They did get away with it from the standpoint that they committed it. It wasn't stopped. There weren't safeguards in place to make sure that only people who deserve this money get it. So the only crimes in the world are stopped before they happen. In other words, if somebody does something illegal and they get arrested, but they get arrested afterward, technically that's getting away with it. Now stop and think for a minute. If you have a situation like this where you have all this money there and it's all someone has to do is file an application for it and they get it and nobody checks, the system is set up so poorly that nobody checks to see where these people are, what they're doing. Right. Whose fault is that? Well, I think we've uh, – didn't we just talk about the unemployment compensation failures in, in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Right, where people who legitimately needed the money haven't gotten it, still haven't gotten it. Okay, well, that's fine. All right, so we'll concede that they got away with this crime, even though they all are going to face longer jail How terms. How do you know? He said it's it was a, the tip of the iceberg. If it was the tip of the iceberg, that means there are a lot of people they haven't found, doesn't it? And Right, th- so all those other people that are going to be charged, they also got away with it, right? Well, we don't know that they'll ever be charged. Okay. They may never find them. Maybe they're too clever. The next time you get a speeding ticket, you come home to Bonnie and you say, honey, I guess I just got from Williamsport to Shemokin Dam in 21 minutes <laughs> and I got away with it. Now, technically, I have to pay the ticket later, <laughs> but I got away with it. Is she going to agree with you, or do you see the real logic or the illogic of what you're saying? Well, you're mixing apples with oranges. Oh, I see. That's right. Okay. Uh, th- so when you say these inmates didn't get away with it, much I say like they did get away with it. And they, you agree they, with President Trump that there's widespread voter fraud in the mail-in system, you say that's not apples and oranges. Those are actually parallel. Well, they are because they're failures of government, potential failures and actual well, failures. Well, 
that will concede the point. Oh, my gosh, Joe, you got it bad, I'll tell you. Well, I'm Our, worried about you. These CNN funnels in your ears and the beans are just, they're, they're getting worse. No, I'm a PBS guy. All right, 1-800-795-9565. PBS, that stands for pretty bad stuff, right? Uh, uh, that's a public broadcasting system. Oh, okay. It's objective media. You wouldn't like it, Joe. It's all the facts. All, right. all the facts from the left. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Please call us. So we're talking about important topics. Uh, do you want to get a text sure. before we move on? The Republicans are claiming that using contraception is abortion. Just another fake news from the Republicans. Signed, Bob. And then he says, good morning. The Republican speech last night had so many lies, lies, lies. All right. That's okay. all we'll do for the moment. Uh, Eric, standing by. Good morning, Eric. You're on the mark. And you're welcome. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Oh. Um, trying to get a little positivity today. No, uh, Joe, I, I said I would up. I said I would update you on the Salem's Grove situation, and I'm now sitting on Broad Street, just having successfully assisted my granddaughter in going to the intermediate school. What I can say is, is like a, a well-tuned machine here. Uh, the uh, crossing guards, the uh, the bus drivers, the uh, the additional security forces here at Salem's Grove doing a wonderful job. We need to add, I think, our crossing guards as some of our local heroes during the uh, pandemic, that they're doing a wonderful job for almost nothing being paid to them. But uh, anyway, at least here at Salem's Grove, doing a wonderful job addressing the issues. Kids are very safe. Everything's going very smoothly. There's no traffic jams. Just uh, thumbs up to what Salem's Grove's doing during the COVID crisis. How about in class? Was your did your granddaughter feel safe? Any any problems in yep. the classroom? Feel safe. Uh, they have both my granddaughter and grandson have their little masks. They have them on a little little string. They attach to their backpacks. Uh, yeah, no issues that way. Everyone's wearing masks. No one's protesting. They can't wear the masks. And looks like school's going as normal as it can during this time. That's great to hear. Wow, yeah, Thank let's, you. Let's Thank you very much. Joe, how is your grandson doing with his at-home at instruction? Uh, so far, so good. But, you know, I, I don't think it makes up for the fact that he's not actually in the classroom. That's my opinion. You know, I think it's uh, apparently they have it well thought out and well planned. But I think the experience the kids have of actually being with their peers and learning in a group, it's hard to duplicate that working alone online. Unfortunately, the kid's so smart. He's smarter than even Joe. He completes he his studies smart. at about five minutes after eight. So. Yeah, he's a very smart kid. <laughs> <laughs> Says the proud grandpa. All yes. right. Thank you. Just, Anything? Just one other thing. Um, you know, I'm normally in support of the uh, governor on his uh, initiative. I am totally against, as I stated before in this program, any kind of uh, uh, approval of recreational marijuana. I think it says an absolute wrong wrong message to our kids and those who are trying to make decisions at 1821 on because it's legal it's okay uh i think it's saying the wrong message i think the governor is out of his head thinking he's going to save money i think it's just the big marijuana uh um recreational um you know folks putting money where it shouldn't be and as soon as all these dispensaries and i think what what at one point shamokin had three dispensaries we knew that that recreation was going to follow it, you know, and I, I'm against it. Well, you look at the, we have gambling everywhere. You can't turn around without finding gambling. You can't even go to the convenience store without being able to gamble. And now we have this, and what's next? Legalizing prostitution? Now, I agree with you. Well, I think there's just too much going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we need to get back to basic values, and, uh, 
If I have a candidate for basic values, I think that's Mr. Biden, not our current president. Thank you. Disagree with you on that, but agree with you on everything else. Thanks a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have a good day, guys. You too, Eric. I appreciate that. Lance, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Why? The boys at the uh, local uh, Catholic Academy right up the road from us, they were right next to two that uh, goings on down there uh, with the drummer and the whole bed. And they said that that guy was nuts. They came up to the, he came up to their drummer while they were trying to play to, to uh, disrupt the whole deal. And he kept trying to make those kids from the academy do something to him. So finally they just, you know, just stood there like sphinxes and the guy moved on. But they watched the whole thing. And that was uh, definitely done by a person who was attempting to either disrupt or get himself hurt so he could sue somebody. Look, was what it looked like to them anyway. Okay, we got you. All right, well, thank you very much. Yeah, the uh, uh, it was explored, this idea of charging the Native American individual with harassment. I remember that because of that behavior that he was kind of getting But the real provocateurs faces. were the uh, uh, the black uh, black Jews. What was the name of that group? I forget there was a... Uh, I remember there was somebody else. Hebrew there. Israelites or something like that, or black okay. Israelites. And they were the ones who were doing the provocation. They were insulting the kids, and apparently they said something to the Native American, too. And then he just went up and banged the drum in uh, Salmon's face. Okay. Uh, Joe, you're going to start here and go okay. there. I'm a health care worker plus drive motor coach, can work 16 to 24-hour shifts, but I believe Saturday would be a better, uh, better for most people to vote because they are off work this day. Right, oh, that, okay. Well, that's an interesting point. Right. That relates to yesterday's discussion, discussion about discussion, right, uh, voting on Saturday, when you, when you should vote. Mail-in voting. Right. And that's the same writer who yesterday suggested that Tuesday was bad. And we asked him why, and he explained. He, Saturday, uh, more people are available because not, not as many people work on Saturday. All right. Yeah, but the courthouse doesn't want to work on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. We have a, Now we have a pickle. <laughs> 1-800. But actually, if you work 12 hours on Saturday as part of the election system, can you not take Monday and Tuesday off at some point in the future? Probably. I would think you could. They, I think give them compensating time off. 1-800-795-9565. Two lines taken. Two lines open. Text basket has some more items in it. Emails standing by. We would just love to hear from you. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, reacting to the noon news that had uh, marijuana in it. Go ahead. But I just heard big marijuana, and I nearly laughed myself to death. If alcohol is legal, then marijuana definitely should be legal. Alcohol has zero health benefits, where marijuana has quite a few, and we're still finding out more. Of course, conservatives don't like science because God didn't say it to be so. Signed, Chris. All right, appreciate that. Uh, that puts Than on the mark. Go ahead, oh, sir. You you're on the Dan. Dan was ahead uh, of Than. Than was first. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, if you say so. <laughs> and I'm glad Dan's on the phone because I would just like to say, and I know I can't say a personal message to anybody, but you're not my judge, Dan. You're not my judge, Joseph. Uh, that's something that's in your words. Bible that you have says, "Judge not the be not judged." You're not my judges, guys. <clears throat> and I am being, I am getting a little tired of being called a commie, a socialist. When this country is already quite socialist, we have social security, we have roads to go back and forth that we all pay for, we have police that we. Uh, get together and pay to take care of us, etc. <clears throat> there is socialism mixed in this country a great deal. Uh, we can't use Cuba and other totalitarian countries as an example of socialism. They're an example of uh, totalitarianism, or whatever that word is, that I just threw away. And I think we ought to keep that in mind about last night's uh, live fest, well, we just expect that. What bothered me perhaps the most, and I would think it would bother everybody who has any interest in science, in that group of the hundred or so fairly ignorant people sitting two feet apart with no masks in the speech, which I agree, Melania made it all the way through it, and it didn't sound like she copied anything. I think she did very well. The people sitting there were just driving me nuts because they're the kind of people that say, I don't care about you. I'm not going to get sick. And that's not the way it goes. Is it possible they were all tested? Is that feasible? You, I mean, the, the Republican National Committee can pay for it. The president was sitting there, and everybody who comes near the president gets tested. So I would say, yes, they were tested. So they probably all got a rapid test. They're like 700 bucks. So the example is, if you get a test sometime in the last two weeks, don't worry about social distancing or masks. It's not the it's last two weeks, Dan. The, when the, you come in contact with the president or near the president, you get tested, and the results are known almost immediately. Uh, how what's almost immediately are you sure and did everybody there get tested no it's it now how do you know that everybody says the president has said anybody who comes in contact with him gets tested and all the people there he was sitting in the audience so i assume everybody there was tested i love your assumptions you make a lot of them without any facts well you're uh, making you're making them without facts you don't know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but his facts are if different. You can, test, you can test me today. I will come out clear. I go to the store. I talk to somebody and get affected. Tomorrow, I'm able to infect people. Tests don't come back 
in minutes. They come back in hours or days. Well, they could have met at the White House at 1 in the afternoon, gotten their rapid test, and then by 5 o'clock they had a nice, delicious meal together because they knew they were all negative, and away you go. You're ready for the Rose Garden at 9 p.m. or whatever. Right. And hopefully, hopefully the waiters at that nice meal they had have all been <laughs> well, I made well, that up. I don't know. Go, that let's go back one. to Sturgis for a minute. It was going to be the super spreader event that killed everybody, and I think there were seven cases that came out of there. Well, so far, yes, and hopefully that. So far, good, it's been over two weeks. Heaven. <laughs> good heavens! I hope there's no spread at all. But science tells us all that there will be spread by not social distancing and by not wearing masks. Unless you're negative, unless you don't have it. And, there, and the, the Rose Garden, or wherever she spoke, I'm sure it was outside. Your chances of getting it outside are much less than inside. You would agree with that, wouldn't you? That's science. Hmm. It, by the way, just from a political point of view, didn't it seem just terribly petty for the Secretary of State, who works for all of us, to be in a country not here doing a presidential convention are we paying him to do that my goodness no the money came from other sources he was not on the dime taxpayers dime when he made that speech they and made that sure perfect that, they, ma- they made it perfectly clear Trump right in, in thantopia everybody who is on the right lies everybody on the left is honest i know uh, joe that is your arguments are that of an eight-year-old child <laughs> You're much better than that. Well, you're Come a six-year-old then. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to get some of those things off my chest. And again, I am. Uh, I just wish people would look at what socialism means and uh, uh, totalitarianism means and dictatorship means. I think all of those things are very good to study and figure out where we should be. Okay, and uh, our producer corrects me. He's read more currently than I have. There have been 112 COVID-19 cases linked to the motorcycle rally held in Sturgis out of 250,000 people who attended. So if you take 112 and divide that by 250,000, it equals a percentage rate of so low that the calculator won't calculate it. <laughs> right, exactly. Your calculator won't think that low. I got you. I, I, I'm sorry there are that many people infected. I hope they all recover, and I'm sure many of them will. But what a stupid thing to do to go to a place and spread a virus. That's what you do if you don't wear a mask. Well, and CNN is the only people I can find reporting on Melania Trump's appearance last night and all the people there without a mask. They say they were not required to get a test. Not required. But that's the only reporting agency that we... Wait, wait, wait. I'm sure you're wrong, Mark, because 
Joe knows that they all got tests because that's the way our president rolls. Well, Joe assumed <laughs> that they all got tests. I'm assuming because they, I, I've heard health officials say that anyone comes in contact with the president gets tested. So I I'm not making that up out of whole cloth. That's what has been reported and in the was, left-wing he media. Was in the audience last night? Yes, he okay. was sitting there. I saw a picture of him sitting there. Okay. Oh, well, yes. He, he marched in. He did this long march down the hallway and down and around and took his seat and people stood and applauded, as you'd expect, and then Melania did this huge, long walk down the foot. Oh, jeez. Okay. We gotta go, Than. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just... It's all good. It's our fault. Have a nice one. Don't don't take any wooden nickels. Appreciate it. (laughs) Tell brother. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. My call's called Convention Redemption. Before I start, Dan, I dearly love you. Whatever I say is meant for your good. You listen to good old Dan, you may learn a thing or two. Anyway, Convention Redemption, they had a, two gentlemen there with President Trump, John Popper and Richard Beasley. Richard Beasley was a retired FBI agent. John Proper was a three-time convicted bank robber. And while John was in prison, he began to read the Holy Bible, and he began to to listen to Christian radio broadcasts, which I dearly love to do also. Well, while this was going on, Mr. John got saved. He found Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. What does that have to do with the convention? Everything. This was at the convention, right, hosted by our dear president, Donald Trump, who's the president of the Second Chance. Anyway, Richard Beasley and John, even though the FBI agents, the one that arrested John, they became great friends. And Mr. Beasley, being a Christian also, now they're the best of friends through redemption. Through John's redemption, they could become great friends. And John, had they had them live there with President Trump. And I give President Trump the full credit, which many people won't do. He he is a friend of the Christian, the born-again Christian group better than any president we've ever had in my lifetime. Now, I'm, I, I know Eisenhower was somewhat friendly. President Truman was a Christian, the best I know. And but I thought this was a great testimony, and we got it. We can give President Trump the second chance. He didn't blow it. The left wing blew it for him with overemphasizing this COVID-19. They over blew it and ruined the economy and scared people half out of their wits. Listen to the calls that they're so afraid if you don't wear a mask, you're going to go out there and die. 
it's ridiculous. Right. We had a we had New Berlin Day here in town, and we had a lot of people in town. Now a lot of them had masks. Not everybody did, but it was a great time. Now you have a lot of community spread of of COVID nineteen in Union County, but so you are absolutely right. You have uh, much less mask wearing, but you have far more community spread. You do not have many deaths. You know, maybe one a week, or maybe a little less than that. You know, if it on wouldn't average. be for the prison, if it wouldn't be for the prisons being in Union County, we would be real low. But uh, I dearly, I think. We need to reelect President Trump and and then he we are not for socialism. Socialism is an evil thing. All right. And why well, read Marx? Thank you, Dan. I know all about Karl Marx. Oh, good. Okay. I read Marx. Len, I Thank you, Dan. We got to stop him. you there. Read, you guys have a great one. I read Marx too. President Trump's. For redemption. Okay. All right. Thank I you so much. I read Marx too. Groucho, Harpo, and Chico. Different set of marks. Oh, yeah. oh really? Not Let's the see. same marks? How many people have Snyder? My marks were funny. How funny were your marks? <sighs> Not. <laughs> oh, Union other... County has 361 uh, COVID 19, no, 359 COVID 19 cases and four deaths. A hundred of those are from the Lewisburg pen. So, or a hundred or so. So, the let's, cases, not yeah, the deaths. let's say 250 uh, cases of community spread. So, that is a, a big number for a small population. And in fact, per capita, it's one of the highest rates of community spread in the state. So, but see, that's the price you pay, and that is perfectly acceptable. People say, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid to get it. I want to get it, probably get it over with. It used to be there's widespread coverage that you wouldn't get it twice well, I'm sure now. the prisoners aren't wearing masks. I, I doubt that the state or the federal government provided masks for them the day the pandemic was declared. Don't you agree? I wouldn't uh, talk about it since I don't know. Well, I, I can't imagine. I wouldn't imagine. make any assumptions about the federal government. can't imagine system. that they would have provided a lot of masks for them. Maybe the guards. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. Want to find something encouraging? Look beyond this current crisis to the message of hope God gives us. Christ Wesleyan Church is inviting you to join us online. This is one of the easiest times to attend church since you don't even have to leave home to do it. Visit cwc.life to join us in worship during one of our four live weekend services on either Saturday or Sunday. There's so much that can bring our spirits down right now. So let Christ Wesleyan Church Online help you to reverse that with positive music and uplifting messages. The encouragement continues throughout the week on social media with daily video devotionals and live streams with our pastoral staff. Search CWC Life on Facebook. We also want to thank all of you who continue to provide essential work and services to our communities. We are forever grateful. This is a difficult time for all of us, and we're here to serve you. Don't miss the opportunity to be encouraged. Visit cwc.life. That's cwc.life. Christ Wesleyan Church, sharing the light. Honey, now that we're spending more time at home together because of everything that's going on... Yes? I think it's time to retire. Retire? We'll be back to work eventually. No, retire our furnace and air conditioning system. It's never cool or warm enough, and every room is different. Well, sounds like I need to call TD Energy Experts today. 
Ladies, get your hubby moving on home improvements now that you're home more, and you'll see some drastic energy efficiency improvements. See even better performance with the Mitsubishi Electric System from TD Energy. Be sure to ask about TD's 48-month deferred interest program for qualified buyers. When it comes to Mitsubishi Electric Systems, don't just go with a specialist for your comfort. Get the experts at TD Energy Experts. Give us a call now at 570-258-8088. TD Energy Experts, your home of the exclusive 121212 warranty. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Two lines occupado. Two are open. Uh, we got an email that says, How do the evangelical Christians come to accept the recently uncovered activities of Jerry Falwell Jr.? Add the junior, please. His wife and pool attendant and all those lovely nude photos of our first lady in her former career. Redemption should start within perhaps. So, yeah, how about that? Uh, judge not, I well, think, no is one. I mean, there's a difference. Let's face it, there's a difference between having a sexual affair with the pool boy and posing nude. As a model. As a model, If you're right. a model, right. Uh, I agree. Uh, visit sunburymotors.com. Please see their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, and pre-owned inventory. Select your perfect vehicle online. Purchase it online right from your home. It is an opportunity for you to take advantage of the fact that the Sunbury Motor Company, clean, sanitary, safe, taking extra precautions, wearing masks, making sure that vehicles are sanitized and ready to be tested, and that it is 100%, 100% an opportunity for you to enjoy a real value in a real way that you can feel confident that you're being taken well care of. Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln are the brand new vehicle lines, but they have pre-owned vehicles that are literally in perfect condition uh, of every make and model, and they would just uh, love to talk to you and make sure that you're getting a good deal, that you're getting maximum for the vehicle that you trade in. If you're trading in a vehicle, uh, that you're getting the bottomest price that you could possibly get uh, for the vehicle that you're purchasing, and that you can even do the whole thing touch-free online uh, without any personal contact. But that's not sort of how you do things uh, typically, but they'd be willing to do it at the Sunbury Motor Company, and they've done it a lot. Uh, they're selling cars left and right. They sold my Ford Ranger again, and uh, as soon as they get it in, somebody else wants it, and I say, go ahead. So Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln, Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Um, Audrey. Is Audrey next. is first. Okay, right. thank you. Yes, Audrey, thank you so much for waiting. What, 12 minutes? You're on the mark. Thanks for holding. Oh, has it been that long? Yep, that's what it was. I've been listening. I just wanted to point out that since nobody, I mean nobody, gets near Trump without passing a COVID-19 test, that Trump must realize that this is a potentially fatal, uh, potentially very debilitating problem, health risk that anybody can come in contact with, and that all sorts of precautions should be made, at least in his case. I mean, it's okay if the kids go to school and this, that, and the other thing, and I think it's okay if the kids go to school, if they can do it safely, but it seems hypocritical that all this goes through to protect Trump but it's no big deal for anyone else in the country. But it is. I mean, the president doesn't dictate what measures are taken to protect him. The Secret Service does. Well, and you know, then obviously he must know. Well, no. With Trump, you can never tell. Well, we don't but know what happened last night in terms of testing. 
CNN yeah, reports that they weren't tested, but we don't know that that's true. Plus, they all yeah, could have been quarantined they, two they weeks before. They do that not just last night, but all the time. So Trump has to be completely aware of just how potentially dangerous this could be while he downplays it to every other citizen in the United States. So that's, that's a point I want to make. And another thing, I've noticed that the Republican National Convention platform this year seems to sound like you hate who we hate, so vote for us. Other than that, I haven't really heard much more of a platform. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the upbeat message they were sending last night, is that uh, we have a lot of different people that we hate the maximum amount, so oh, please come on. join Both us. Vote for our candidate who hates them as badly as Get you real. do. Last yes, night, you do. That's what, I've been, that's what I've been hearing. You're strangely perceptive, Audrey. Last, Thank you. Last night was another <laughs> example of the Republicans being open and out there. They had more people of color on that program than the Democrats had in their entire convention. It was a lie fest. <laughs> a lie <laughs> fest, Joe. Come it on. was not. Oh, brother. You know, we... Let them have their Kool-Aid. Hopefully it'll be over soon. So thank you for taking my call. Yep. i got to run, guys. Thank okay, you very much. Take care. Appreciate that. Uh, let's read this before okay. it becomes stale. I can't call today, and I sent you a personal text, but just in case you missed it, no one is pro-abortion. As a legislator or the leader of a secular country like America, you cannot and should not use your religion to dictate policy. I feel gross watching the president politicize wonderful moments in American lives like a well-deserved and hard and pardon and the naturalization of American citizens. It cheapens the entire thing. I'm glad Trump did them, but it should have been done at a different time, not during his campaign TV special. I find it stunning that for years we've sent our taxes, the most sensitive financial information through through where? The mail. So a vote is all of a sudden impossible. Please. Fake news. Now, let's go back here for one second. A legislator or the leader of a secular country like America, you cannot and should not use your religion to dictate policy. And yet, the vice presidential candidate of the Democratic Party did exactly that in questioning Catholic judges for their potential, the potential yeah, to sit. Didn't you call her out for that and say yes, that's wrong? But I mean, Chris isn't calling her out for that. He's making it sound so like... So he has to call out everybody who has ever done any infraction in any letter he sends here. If anybody who is a Democrat can uh, did these uh, dilemmas well, that he's he talking about... Talking about the Republicans he has to point doing them the, out, too. He's talking about the Republicans <laughs> doing this stuff. Oh but, you know, let's face it. The Democrats do it, too. Joe, 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 Mark, Joe. Mark, 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 Mark. I think... Um, uh, go ahead. That's they right had side. a saying in the day about people's thoughts. Mark, this is the statement. Wouldn't you like to know? Okay. I think that... <laughs> uh, now it lacks its context. We waited so long to read, read it. Read it. I'm not uh, sure sorry. where it came from. Carl, you're on the mark. Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to call in and respond to my old friend Stan's remark. He said we're not supposed to compare socialism to Cuba and to Venezuela and all the other countries that have dictators. But my question is, what do we compare the socialism that these people want to? Is there a country out there that can they can emulate, they can tell us to look at, and then we can say, oh yeah, that's great, that's what we want. But if you listen to the rant of the uh, congressperson from Brooklyn, Ocasio-Cortez, if you listen to things she wants to do, you listen to things that Bernie wants to do, it sounds very much like Venezuela, because it wasn't that long ago that Venezuela had the highest per capita income in the Southern Hemisphere, 
and look at them now. So please, Van and anybody else out there that wants to chime in, what country should we look at uh, so we can uh, see how great socialism actually is for uh, those people? Why don't we just be the best that we can be? Get a president in there who doesn't act like an immoral, unethical buffoon and get oh, a president there that at least be a little more honest. You should wear that shirt well, more so, often. So Mark, what you're <laughs> Mark, what you're saying is you were just talking about Joe Biden, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that is true. They do blend together after a while. Who's the most immoral, ethical candidate running for president? Uh, it's hard to say. Well, you know, what amazes me is Joe Biden's been there for almost 50 years. Now he's going to solve all our problems. Where was he before? He's been working on him. He has accomplishments. Oh, yeah. He's, he's you think, got a, you think he's Joe got Biden has no accomplishments, Joe? Um, well, name one. Well, I think Joe Biden has worked on a lot of things. The campaign talks uh, about him. He one? worked which the one? various pandemics that we had during the Obama administration. We had pandemics during the Obama administration. He worked I don't on civil them. rights legislation while he was in the Senate. Uh, Supported civil rights advocates like Byrd and um, you know some of the others from down south. Well, they were they were some of them were KKK members. Right, but he wasn't a member of the KKK. No, but he worked with those people, supported them, so said nice things about them. So if you go near anybody who's a member of the KKK, you're automatically no. a bigot. Well, then well, look at yes, your, President Trump. You said the same thing about President Trump. <laughs> Joe, 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 Mark, Mark, well, what, Mark. What about if ah. I can if I can get a, a minute of my three? Yeah, go ahead, Eric. <laughs> but be brief. Don't let us stop you. <laughs> be brief. We're in the middle of an <laughs> argument here. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw the cut of Joe Biden arguing with uh, a reporter telling him how much uh, higher IQ he has, that he has three oh, degrees, that he, you know, come on. Uh, yeah, he had to live that person. down. That's, uh, that was pretty that's bad. That's a good one. If right. You get, if you have that. If you have that, I'd love for you guys to play it morning. <laughs> I think everybody's probably seen it by but now. Trump, but Trump's a liar, you know. Well, Joe, yeah, uh, yeah, Joe's so yeah, honest. Right, I thank, am not. Thank you for the time, guys. Right, thank, thank you, you Carl. <laughs> I, I, look, Joe Biden wisely had to had to recant that and live it down and apologize and everything, and, and wisely did so. I mean, obviously, he was arrogant. And, uh, and he apologized and when he truth. plagiarized a speech in the, back a few years ago when he was running the president I never said Joe again. Biden was a perfect human being. He's 20, 20 times the man... Donald Trump is. Anybody can see that when it comes to ethics, morals, values, truth, <laughs> political standing. You boy, what what a skewered <laughs> sense of history you have. <laughs> Ray, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. One of our smart listeners sends us a note, says, Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, President Trump, let's look at the scorecard. Reforming health care, fail. Handling Beep. COVID, 
Fail. Beep. Addressing the deficit. Fail. Beep. Three strikes in your, you know it. Beep. <laughs> and then he says, Dan, no enthusiasm. Guess you didn't even watch Fox News coverage of the Biden speech last week. Have a great day, man. Uh, Eric, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. You got a minute morning, of fame. Gentlemen. Thank you for taking my uh, 60 seconds. Uh, as to our, our good friend Dan, um, <laughs> as a fellow Christian, uh, I'd be much more likely to back uh, a presidential candidate who professes faith who attends church regularly and has great family values. Um, unlike the current president, who believes that he can uh, th- throw the wool over the eyes of the Christian right uh, by bringing out some people once every four years to, to show what a great uh, right-wing supporter of Christianity he is. I'd rather I put my faith in someone who attends church regularly and has a close relationship with God, other than President Trump, who admits that he does not attend church and doesn't really have a great relationship, nor does he believe in forgiveness, because forgiveness makes you look weak. Well, President Trump has been preying on women for years. (laughs) Okay, let's let's stick to the topic now. (laughs) Oh, sorry. He just can't resist smearing the president with something. Well, Joe, do you, do you agree with me? Which which one of our candidates is, is a churchgoer? I don't. Well, but that doesn't matter to me. I'm more worried about how someone. We're not electing a pastor. We're electing a president of the United States. And I, I when think someone like Dan, someone like Dan calls in and says that we should his dear president. Well, that's Dan's is opinion. Such a man of faith, and he's not. That's Dan's opinion. I disagree with that. I don't think necessarily that Trump is a man of great faith. I don't really know. I'm not inside his head. Say goodbye. Eric. But I don't like. I don't like the idea of people using their faith as a, a tool for election on either side. Thank I you. would agree, but I think faith <laughs> can demonstrate something about morality, and morality does, is important to me. All right. Thank Fair you so enough. much. I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Thank uh-huh. you, Eric. Bye-bye. Uh, let's see. Dan, you're on the mark. Now you get a minute of fame, which hey, good turned out to be I 90 seconds. I forgot to mention the most important thing. President Trump pardoned John Proper, the guy that was convicted three times, and that's the story. We all get pardoned if we come to Christ. God pardoned me for every evil thing I have ever done and every evil thought, and that's the story of redemption. You might not like Trump, but if he came to Christ, which I don't know if he ever did, But if he did, he's pardoned for every sin he's ever committed. The same as Dan's pardon, the same as every believer's pardon for every sin they ever committed. It's the best news in this whole world that I can be forgiven. All right, Dan, we got it. We have another. We have another call, Dan. You got your minute. You guys have a great one. Take care. Remember, pardon is free. Right. Take care. Thank you. All right, uh, Bob from Williamsport, you're on the mark. Oh, good morning, guys. Uh, For once, I'd like to agree with Eric. Okay. Eric said. Eric says Biden has great family values. I agree. He Here we used go. the government to enrich every one of his family members <laughs> at taxpayer expense. Oh, but his son That's had... That's all I have today. All right, well, his thank son, you. His son was I just think... a real expert on Ukrainian gas and oil, and they gave him a job because of his expertise. <laughs> well, Aren't some of the Bidens on U.S. payroll, or some of the Trumps on U.S. payroll now? I know some of them volunteer, but um, is a, um, 
the what? daughter. Her name escapes me. She's one of his aides, and Eric and Don Jr. Don, he wants working, to be the next president. Working, working without a salary. They're all working. Okay, good. Okay, well, let's scratch that then. They're not on government payroll. Not that I'm aware of. I, I thought the whole family Okay, no, that's fine. That makes perfect sense. They would have the wealth that they wouldn't necessarily need to draw the salary. Okay. I'm sure if they were making a large government salary, people would be raising cane about it, don't you think? Uh, one of our <laughs> <laughs> people raising a lot of cane about everything every president does, and it doesn't always have an impact. One of our emailers says, good morning, Mark and Joe. I was listening to the school problems that they are anticipating. My question is, daycares have been open almost all summer long and no outbreaks. My friends in South Carolina say they, their daycares never closed. My question is, why are all these daycares with no problems never reported so they can help schools to not be afraid? Good point. Yep, if excellent the, point. If the daycare cares have been uh, well, operating they get, without they get outbreaks, but they deal with it. You know, they isolate, quarantine, clean up, and you get back to business. And then finally, our final email of the day says, good morning, guys. Mail-in voting is very important, but it's in the early stages in many states. We haven't figured it out how we can make votes count. Many votes will not be counted. I do believe at some point all states should have mail-in voting, but if you can't get the bugs out of it, oh, oh why would we install it now in such a horrendous critical year of voting? And in the last paragraph, we'll let go of sentence. We'll let go to Lamar. Thank you, Mark, for having us on the program today and espousing your incorrect ideas. And thank you so much for bringing your lies to life. <laughs> we very much appreciate that. I'm here to represent the Trumps. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.